0: Hey, my name is Amber Wilford, and I am obsessed with all things habits and systems. I'm a mama, wife, and entrepreneur who knows the importance of the little things in life. Each episode, I'll share tips for creating habits, talk about real life behind the scenes of motherhood, marriage, and building a business, and encourage the heck out of you with some tough love, all while enjoying a cup of coffee. So go grab yours and listen up. This is the Live Fiercely Podcast. Welcome back to the Live Fiercely Podcast. I'm so excited to have Sarah Hoger on with me today. I was connected to Sarah a couple months ago uh, from my friend, Brooke Wahlberg, who you hear about all the time. And I connected with Sarah right away because one, she loves Jesus, two, she loves to swear, and three... She took a huge pivot in her entrepreneur journey, and I'm excited to have her on here to share her story with you today. So welcome to the podcast,
1: Sarah. Oh my gosh. Freaking thank you. I love, um, when I find my people on Instagram, I think it's like still, it still amazes me when that happens. And um, my tagline for my business is Jesus thinks you're a badass. And so when that resonates with someone instantly, I'm like, okay, yep. Yeah, we're, we're going to connect. We're going to get along. you, We are each other's people. So amen. I appreciate yeah. that so much. Yeah. Tell us your story. Sure. Love it. So um, I have been an entrepreneur since 2014 and always like a side hustler. I had a wedding and event planning business called grand occasions. Technically that's still what my legal business name is, but it's pivoted since, as you mentioned. Um, so yeah, until 2020 weddings and events, always doing it on the side, all of my weekends, you know, so many of them booked with the wedding things, um, kissing my Michigan summers goodbye, which if you live in the Mitten state, you're like, no, those are the the weekends you need to cherish and be at the beach. Um, And I had a partner in crime that whole time, my dear friend, Monica, and we kind of side hustled this business together. And then um, come 2020, I had just gotten married. Monica had another full-time gig she loved. And I really thought, okay, this is my chance to just do grand occasions full-time. Let me jump into it. Let me book as many weddings as possible. And let me just finally create this uh, business that I've wanted to create for so long um, and do it you know, balls, balls, full time. Well, you know, obviously pandemic, all my weddings got canceled or postponed. And slowly I just watched it all kind of disappear for the year. All my dates were just crossed out, uh, for all my weddings and the, the wild thing. And I still remember this when I would get an email or a call from a bride is that when she would cancel or postpone, I felt relieved. And I had this moment where I was like, holy shit, I, I don't think I want to do this like I thought I did. And maybe this isn't actually for me. And, and I don't know. And so I just kind of had this moment of um, it was really surprising. I was surprised at myself that that was the feeling I had. And so around that time, I want to say it was like April or May, I attended a virtual conference that kind of a peer in the wedding industry was putting on. And it was for entrepreneurs and she had done these in person before, but now they were online. So it was like more affordable. I could go. I was so excited. I went and it was not my cup of tea. It was very woo woo as they say speakers talking about, Oh, like, I'm going to tell you um, the energy from my tarot cards this morning. And we're going to talk about what you put into the universe and how that comes back to you and just all these things that instantly, these speakers credibility to me just vanished. And I was like, I can't trust anything you're saying because I love Jesus. And so like the basis of what I believe in who I am is like rubbing against what you're saying. And I just don't have space for it. And so in that moment, while I was like attending this conference on zoom, I just kind of had this moment where I was like, well, I could do this. I could do this better. Like I could do this in a way that I love the speakers. I trust them. They love Jesus. They're badass women in business. Like I could do this. And then it was like that little voice of the Lord saying, then do it. And so I, while attending this zoom conference was just writing down all these ideas of what I wanted my own conference to be. And I really threw it together super quickly. A friend of mine who's done a bunch of events with me, Rachel, like helped me throw it together and, um, just found speakers. Like it was seriously. So of the Lord and so many yeses from these women who were total badasses, who didn't know me from Adam. And I was like, I'm going to do this online conference. Will you speak? I can't pay you hardly anything. And they just said yes. And, and, um, they would even ask me, how'd you find me? And I'd say the Lord, because I'm pretty sure I just like Googled or like Instagram searched and came across you and just was like, yep, this is who needs to be there. And so it was so fun. We had probably a little over 20 ladies attend. And after that conference, I was like, just so full of life and so invigorated. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is so life-giving to me. And this is so fulfilling. And I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, Lord, I think this is part of like what I'm supposed to do. So, I just started this great pivot um, with arise. Here is what it's called. So the first conference was the arise conference, and it's from my favorite verse, um, Mark five forty one. It's the story of when Jairus or Jairus, however you say his name, his daughter was everyone thought dead, and then Jesus came and and um, brought her back to life. And his words to her were, "Talitha kumi," which means little girl, I say to you, arise. And so that's where, you know, the name came from the arise community. And then, I mean, just to sum up the last like year and a half, you know, after that first conference, I had these incredible women who all love Jesus for running a business, whether it was part-time side hustle or full-time or just starting. And they all wanted to help each other. We all wanted to be connected. We all wanted to share our goals and be accountable to each other and pray over each other and all these things. And so I just was like, oh my gosh, we need a space We need uh, some sort of organization. We need a system, which I know you'll appreciate. And so I created a Mighty Network, which is just like an online platform for us to all be on. Kind of started a monthly membership for that. And we have a bunch of Zoom calls and connect on a weekly basis and really push each other forward in business. And through that whole journey, the Arise Here podcast was born where I literally just interview badass women of faith about their business and about their whole journey and God moments along the way of starting their business. So yeah. And I have to say, this is like brand new since the conference we just had on November 6th, because that was our third Arise conference. I really do feel like the Lord is not like a huge pivot, like it's still a rise here it's still your eyes community but the lord's like shifting me a little bit in what i kind of thought it would be and how it would grow just based on feedback from the conference and where my members are now and and i'm like super excited to maybe kind of do some reformatting if you will in 2022 um but still kind of seeking the lord of what exactly that's going to look like but that's the journey whether that was longer or not (laughs) wanted it to be. No,
0: I love your story. Like it gives me goosebumps every time because so the day that we're recording this for all of you listening is November 29th, 2021. And on December 1st, 2020 was a world changing day for me because that was the day I found out that my company was going to close its doors. And I thought I was going to do premier design slash And to get that news, it just was a world changing thing for me because I didn't know what my life was going to look like. And now a year later, coming up on that December 1st date, it just it has it has me reflecting hard and it has me in such deep gratitude because something you said just resonated so hard with me, Sarah, that. I didn't realize um, at the time, but I was burnt out. (laughs) Mm, And it took a little bit, but within the grief that I felt, there was relief. Mm. And now where I'm at, like I feel like this pivot that I have was kind of forced to make, but also like I also made another pivot because the Holy Spirit was like, hey, girl, you're not supposed to be just coaching direct sales people like you're making another pivot. I feel like it is giving me life again. Like I feel just like full of the Holy spirit. So everything you're saying right now is just, it is resonating with me so hard. And also you said, um, you know, like you went to this first conference and these women were talking about just not Jesus and their other beliefs. And I remember it was years ago, um, not, not so many years ago, a few years ago, I was talking to my girlfriend and she asked me, well, what if people don't believe in Jesus? And I said, then they're not my people. <laughs> right. Yep. Yep. So I, yep. I just love your story and I resonate so hard with it. And can you speak a little bit more to my listeners about what it really means to you to step into your God-given purpose.
1: Absolutely. I love talking about this. And I think reflecting on it personally, helps me to realign too, because it's one of those things that you're constantly trying to align with the Lord in your business. Um, and I think what you just mentioned is like so huge too. I think that if you're finding a sense of relief and then you're finding something that is life giving, like, don't ignore those feelings. Right. It's the way the Lord's telling us, you're stepping into your purpose. This is what you were created for you. are using your gifts and talents for me. And there's like no greater feeling than that. And I think when you step into that, you feel so freaking fulfilled. And I'm just like chase after it. And if it's not exactly right, I say this all the time, God can't direct someone who's not moving. So just take a step and you don't have to run. You can take a baby step, but that's how he can redirect you to what is right. So I always say, if there's kind of that feeling inside of you that you can't describe, but maybe that you're called to something more, or you're not fulfilling everything you think you could be, or you just don't feel like you're in the right fit of what you should be doing. I just, um, instead of like ignoring that, And just living life and doing your day-to-day job or whatever the case may be, I'm just like freaking lean into it and cover it with Jesus and just listen and take a step. And whatever that step is like, it could be so scary, but I think that's where faith comes in and that's where he can lead you where he wants you. And I think even for me right now, knowing that Arise was completely of him. Like, I was not going into 2020 being like, I want to create online conferences and a community and do all these things, but it was just like one foot in front of the other. And he guided the whole path. And I think you know what's right when you can look back and it all makes sense. Like, all of the pieces and the moments that you were like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing or. I don't love this job or I don't love this experience I'm going through. Like he's preparing you for what he's prepared for you. And that's Christine Kane's quote. I can't take that, but it's my favorite thing. So I think taking that baby step and, and listening to really your soul and your heart, covering it with Jesus, talking to him through all of it, and then getting to a place where you feel that sense of fulfillment and peace uh, that's when you know that you're in the right spot. And I don't think you're going to stay there. And that's what I'm struggling with now because I'm like, okay, Lord, you gave me a rise. Now I'm going to run with it. And I kind of ran with it and I was like, Lord, this is the plan. Doesn't this sound good? I'm going to pray over it. This is how we're going to do it. And then I kind of got to the end of my grand plan of things. And it just, I just didn't feel that peace that I thought I would. And so then it's like, okay, Lord, I think you're, I think you're telling me something. I think you're directing me again. I I feel like he keeps doing that to make sure that we stay close to him, you know?
0: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So what I hear you're saying is to just take the next step, any step, do something and always be in communication with God. You're my people, Sarah. I just I <laughs> preach that all the time. You're my people. Like we're each other's people. I, I love that. how God connected us. I always talk about like just just one percent better, like just move one percent. Like that's that's it. And I always say, too, that like God can't bless work that you don't do. Yes. If you want God to bless what you're doing, freaking do something. Yes. Yeah. So I love I love everything that you just said. Um, something that I thought of like in this whole process and I'm really, I'm really just like diving into my stuff too. Like we're in a very similar place, right? Like just God's calling me to shift again. And now that all my stuff is ready to like launch, I can't just sit on it. Like, I've got to speak about it. I've got to figure out like, what is your plan with this? And, and who are you leading me to? And then the imposter syndrome, it's like, Hey, I'm here. Uh like you're not good enough. Who are you to teach that? Mm-hmm. I know that you deal with that because that's just the, that's just Satan. He knows how to get to us. 100%. And so, yeah. Can you speak on that a little bit? And, and how do you deal with imposter syndrome?
1: I I'm was so glad you asked me this. I had the worst imposter syndrome of my life because like, here's the thing. I'm a confident girl. You have to be confident to be an entrepreneur. Fake it. So you make it because like, I'll just like shoot the shit and pretend I know what I'm talking about, uh-huh. but I don't know if you ever, um, got into that app clubhouse when it was like, yes, a big thing. Okay. I'm
0: rolling my eyes. Yes, I did. Yes.
1: Yeah. I went, I, um, was drinking the Kool-Aid really, me really hard in that for like a hot second. And so I would get on there. I'd try to get on there every day. And honestly, like the platform really scared me because if for anyone who hasn't done it, like the premise is you you jump in and you're, it's all audio. So no one can see you, but you go into rooms. And then if you want to, and there's kind of like a speaker or a few speakers in a room. And if you want to ask them a question or contribute, you kind of get invited under the stage. You can ask to get up there. And then you have to, then they say, okay, Sarah, what, who are you? And what's your question? Right. And it was like all these amazing entrepreneurs who are so successful giving, um, I felt like little people like me, all this free advice and I was eating it up, but uh, inevitably I'd get up there and they'd be like, okay, Sarah, who are you? And what do you do? And I would just freak the freak out and be like, I'm Sarah. I have a community of women (laughs) who love Jesus. Like I just was like (laughs) huge imposter syndrome. Like I have never been so nervous to say who i was and what i did and and then ask my question. and so i actually went into i think a room on clubhouse about imposter syndrome and they really helped me to find like you have imposter syndrome and you get kind of that nervousness when you're you're not convinced beyond a shadow of a shadow of a doubt who your audience is and who you serve. and so i went on this like whole journey for a week Of kind of one of those workbooks that that's like, who is my audience? And like, who specifically do I speak to and do I serve? And I looked at the women of my community and I looked at the women who I've interviewed on my podcast and who I relate to. And I was like, these are my women and I know I serve them. And it was kind of like this foundation I could stand on, you know, and be like, hi, I'm Sarah Hoger. I run a community for badass faith-filled female entrepreneurs who hustle hard and love harder. And we grow our businesses together. And I just was able to like come up with this sentence that was like, oh yeah, I can stand on that. And I feel good on that. But that also has to be within the realm of what the Lord's calling you to, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't just make up a sentence be like, ah, this is my audience, whatever. But I think when you get to that point of you, of you knowing exactly who you serve and you're aligned with your purpose, you can write that out and you can know it's right. And then that's kind of what for me shatters that imposter syndrome. I'm not an imposter because I serve these people and there's evidence that I've served them well and they would all say that I serve them well. And so this is who I am (laughs) and I'm okay. I love that. Yes. I'm
0: not an imposter. Right. That is just, that is something to tell yourself on repeat. I'm not an imposter. I do have something to teach. And I think not, not only knowing who you serve, but what's your result. You know, like if, if you are going to be working with X person What is the result that that person is going to get? And knowing those two things, I think just really, like you said, help you get rid of that imposter syndrome and not feel like an imposter. But I also think along with hanging with Jesus every day and always making sure you're in alignment with him, you always have to be building yourself up every single day because imposter syndrome will come in when you least expect it and it'll take you down.
1: 100%. And I also think, I'll mention this. I said a little prayer before we were talking. And one of the things I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, please, I don't want my desire to be like, hi, I'm Sarah. And I have all my shit together because that is like the farthest thing from the truth. So I, I actually prayed like, Lord, keep me humble in this conversation, you know? So I think that there's, there's that balance, right? I'm not an imposter. Mm -hmm. However, I'm not like the actual shit, (laughs) you know (laughs) what I'm saying? Like I, I am a humble servant who's stepped into her calling and I know who I serve. And and like you said, and this is the evidence and the results that I've served them. Yeah. And like when you're walking with Jesus and spending time with him and you know who you are as a child of God and you know your purpose and and who you're serving and why, it's like you have nothing, like there's no room for Satan to come in and, and say, who are you? You don't actually belong here you know, you kind of put up that force field, if you will, cover yourself. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely.
0: And I think too, what you have built is a beautiful thing because then when imposter syndrome does hit, when you're not having a great day, when you have a great grand idea that you want to run with, with your business, you can run it by people. You can tell Rachel or whoever else is in your community. I feel like shit today.
1: I feel Absolutely. like I'm
0: nobody and they can build you up. And that is what having that faith-filled community of women really is about is just oh, it's being cute. on this journey together through the highs and the lows, no matter what they are.
1: Absolutely. And you need that. You need your people, like you said, and literally every week someone in the community is discouraged is feeling like an imposter is, is feeling stuck in their business. I mean, hi, we're all entrepreneurs and we really don't know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we're figuring it out together. And I think that's why you have a community behind you to be like, hey, no, you're actually doing great. Give yourself grace. And if you need help, like let me help you. You know, and that's huge.
0: Absolutely. Oh, this has been such a great conversation, Sarah. Do you have any other insight or anything you would like to share with my listeners?
1: I think one of my favorite things that I like to say, and I wrote it down, so I'll share it, start it small, but dream it big. So I think there's nothing more beautiful than small, humble beginnings, but then you add some Jesus into it and then, um, you kind of allow him to infiltrate your dreams and see where it can go. And I think that's like one of the most exciting things that you can do. So. I'll end on that. That is
0: beautiful. I'm so grateful that God
1: crossed our paths. You are awesome. Like I said, you're my people. I agree. I'm so grateful for you. And thanks for chatting. It's been lovely.
0: Thanks for coming on. Tell my listeners where they can find you. And I will link all of this in the show notes, but let them know.
1: Absolutely. So the website um, for Arise is arisehere.com. And I will say... It would be worth taking a look at that website come 2022, because I think our membership is going to our community is going to be, um, just a lot more attractive to a lot more entrepreneurs. And I think it's going to be more inclusive and exciting. And that's all I'll say about that. And then, um, Instagram is arise underscore here and that is our handle. And then obviously, I mean, that's where we spill all the tea and I get on the stories and tell everyone what's happening. And there's just a lot of just badass, amazing women who follow me and interact and are just really cool. So if you want to go stalk some cool women down, it's a good place to start. I would say
0: it is absolutely. Like I said, I'll link those in the show notes. All right, Sarah, thanks for being here. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Live Fiercely podcast. If you love anything you heard today, then go share the love with your family and friends. Take a screenshot of the episode, share it to your social media, and don't forget to tag me. Girl, I appreciate you so much for being here, for walking through this life with me. Now go out there, grab a cup of coffee, and live fiercely.